0: So, hello everyone, and welcome to the Push Far podcast. Today I'm with my very special guest, Robin, and we're going to be speaking more about his career and more about mentoring. So, if you'd like to introduce yourself.
1: Yes, uh, I am an executive coach for the last 12 years. And in the last 12 years, I have uh, supported many executives in the area of leadership and personal growth. And before that, I was a corporate executive and have undertaken many different responsibilities. My last role was a CEO of a large corporation in Hong Kong and have many businesses like manufacturing, trading, entertainment, uh, internet ticketing, ticketing, et cetera. I also worked for a long time with a global financial services company and for close to 12 years again. And I've undertaken many different roles during that time. And my last role was the regional head of operations for North Asia. Other working experience include uh, management consulting, executive search, business acquisition, and operations management.
0: I'm just going to ask you just you know a bit of insight outside of work. I know um, you said you're retired, but what, what are your hobbies and interests outside of all your ventures now?
1: Right. I'm actually very active in sports. So I, I, I am passionate about martial arts and at the moment I'm still doing it. And other than that, I do uh, like hiking, uh, golfing and all types of sports activities.
0: So you're very busy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that is nice because I know it's I'm gonna sound really silly here because I don't know Hong Kong. Is it is it obviously I f- thought for Hong Kong was a city, so do you have to travel outside the city for
1: well people always think of Hong Kong as a, such a, a small place and it's not a lot of place for you to go in the countryside. But in fact, Hong Kong's a very healing and it's a great place for hiking. And when you do go outside, you know, the even my apartment, I can actually go to the country park within minutes and I can hike for hours. So it depends. In fact, actually a lot of people do come to Hong Kong for hiking. A lot of my friends from the UK, where I used to live there and I always take some hiking in Hong Kong. Because yeah,
0: I, I've i always thought it, it was just, you know, a, a tech city it's just you know loads of big buildings always busy everyone on the go
1: <laughs> yes that's right it just it's just actually very busy but in in this funny way that once you're outside the, the sort of crowded area there are a lot of mountains around
0: so i'm just gonna ask you now as well because i know you've obviously had quite the experience in your career how did you get started did you go to like University to start in your career, or like ha- ha- what was the backstory of joining? I
1: well, I went to the UK when I was 15 in a boarding school, and um, I know you from Wales, right?
0: Yeah,
1: and I, I used to go there a lot as well. So, in a way, I lived in the UK for 12 years, I studied the boarding school, and then I went to university, I went to Birmingham University where I studied engineering. And after studying, actually, I also worked in the UK for quite a few years. I was a, a sponsor student for British Leyland at the time. And I don't know whether you still know about British Leyland, but it, 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 it's, it's now, uh, it was one of the biggest um, car manufacturing companies in the UK at the time. And I came back to Hong Kong in nature engineer. I did consulting and eventually moved to um, management consulting, and because I was doing many projects for, for clients and I was recruited by one of the clients, which is a major uh, global financial services company. and I worked there for a long time. And, and since then I was in couplet doing different things. and my last job became a large corporation where they initially they want me to be an advisor for them and they eventually want me to become the CEO there. I worked there for a few years. And then I feel, okay, I want to make a change. And, and that's, I become an executive coach. And that's just what I've been doing the last 12 years.
0: And I'm just going to ask you as well now, I know you're an executive coach now, so I'll ask about that. What is your favourite part of the job and your least favourite part?
1: Okay. Actually, when I was in the couplet, I always enjoyed mentoring my people, I really love seeing my colleagues become very successful, be a good leader. So this is something I'm very passionate about. So when I left corporate, I want to continue to do that. So the best enjoyment I, I gain from accepted coaching is that I can help people to grow and help them to really fulfill the potential. So this is still the reason why I'm so involved with uh, Push Far and I, I want to, to help people who has a desire to, to be better. The least thing I do not enjoy might be, sometimes, not every assignment is a success. Now, if, if push fast easier, because people come to you because they want to be mentored or to be coached. But on the commercial side, sometimes, I was given assignments whereby the E they are not remotivated motivated because they're being assigned and they don't think there were problems and, and a lot of this also involves a lot of politics sometimes and that is the part I do not enjoy because well, sometimes you take an assignment and and the person is not motivated and but because they have taken it up because I, they pay me a lot of money to do it they <laughs> have to do it so this is a part I do not enjoy
0: because um I know you said as well, I'm just going to move on now a bit about mentoring in general. I know you said you were a mentor, obviously, before joining Pushfarm as well. Are you able to share, you know, some like examples or experience, things that you helped with and just stories, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there, there, there are plenty. Maybe I just share with you just one recent one, which I mentored an uh, executive who is uh, of French nationality. is based in Singapore. He is a regional manager for a pharmaceutical company. And I think about when I first met him, he was very unhappy, disoriented, and actually looking at things very negatively. And it took me a long time to make him sort of change the way of looking at things. And now, I mean, he actually improved significantly. And he become the most positive person I know. I mean, in fact, I have to learn from him in a way that how he sees things so differently. So this become a very self-satisfying assignment for me. And I can see people actually can change and transform and become a different person.
0: I know as well, you're a mentor on push Fat. Are you a mentee as well or just a mentor?
1: I, yes, I, I actually have a, have, a, have a mentor.
0: Oh, do you? Um, yes yes
1: well not officially but kind of casually i have a, a mentor who who keep on helping me even on anything is somebody i i'm comfortable i think sometimes misconception a mentor has to be some probably more senior or older than you but it doesn't have to be it's somebody you feel comfortable in talking to and sharing ideas and you can be my mentor, you know. I mean, in the sense that if I, if I I feel comfortable sharing my 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 inner thoughts with you, and, and it's a way for you to to bounce ideas, and and people to challenge you about the way you currently thinking about things. So I, I do yeah I do have a, a in a way a quite few mentors
0: because um it's reverse it's called reverse mentor and then see when it's a you know a young you know professional or person mentoring a senior one it's it's like it reverses the roles and it's it's interesting I've not had a reverse mentor on the podcast yet which is good
1: <laughs> well you try mentoring me <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than happy so uh, yes
0: I just gonna ask you as well, how, how did you hear about Pashra, just out of curiosity?
1: Well, I was doing man, coaching and mentoring for commercial basis because I, I was actually working mostly for corporation. And I think the last probably six months or so, I decided I want to do it mostly for charitable courses, because I think I just want to find mentees who are really committed and, and where I can help them and, and we can work together and, and make something out of it. So, and as, but being frankly, at the moment, my journey, I, I, financial is not my main motivation. So I just want to do things I really feel meaningful. And that does actually push far, I have heard of, of it. And then I actually just find it through Google. <laughs>
0: And how many mentees do you have? Is it just one or do you have a few?
1: Well, with uh, push 5, I think I have about maybe five now, but only with working on it for about not long.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> it keeps you busy. That would keep yes. you busy. Um, I'm just going to ask you now. So, sorry, I'm just like looking at the questions on my phone. Are you able to just share some, like, stories or like more examples you know the mentees you've helped on push far so the, the type of help they're looking for if they're looking for to like change job roles or you know upscale
1: okay uh interesting the first one is uh, a korean graduate based in the italy and he wants to come back to uh, hong kong to study in the hong kong university and he was asking me for a lot of local uh, uh, knowledge on the Hong Kong uh, universities, and also some tips on his uh, personal growth. And that is a relatively short one. And another one, mm. I have this from Hong Kong, this one, who is also a coach, an executive coach, and she's starting her own business, and she wants to find ways how to improve her network and improve her sales and i i am working with her on namely the business plan and also working on helping her how to present her proposals better so oh. this is the two uh, <laughs> <laughs> just off the back of my mind
0: no nope, that, that's great so it's quite it's quite varied you know people come to you for you know different aspects which is great because i could obviously um running your own like coaching business is hard because it's having to take on loads of different skills when you're you know an entrepreneur in that sense it's a nightmare because it's not just like having to do one thing and using your skill set you know there's marketing involved there's you know accounting it's just a a bit crazy (laughs) yes yes and do you find mentoring has been good for you obviously since um retiring because obviously we have a bit more free time than working I yes. know you work as well, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Yes, actually, I like to keep a very, very busy lifestyle in a way. So just kind of balance. Obviously, I like to spend my time with my hobbies and also my family. But I feel I in uh, mentoring actually give me an extra sense of fulfillment because I always like meeting people. I always like feeling I'm of value and add, adding value to people around me. So push five is great. I think actually you've given me more exposure than I ever could think of because it's a global. It's not because in the past, most of the assignments mostly local, even it's on a regional base, but mostly Hong Kong and Singapore and a few places. But this time I actually can you know, engage with people all, all different geographical areas. And actually I learned a lot from them. You know? I, I didn't know what, what Nigeria is like. And now at least I can, can ask some questions. You know?
0: <laughs> so I'm just I'm just going to move on to some of the final questions. And my first is: Do you recommend having a mentor in a relationship?
1: Yes, definitely. Yes, I think it is a great way. As I said, that um, I always welcome people to mentor me because it doesn't have to be somebody who's older or more experienced than you. It's just somebody you're comfortable in in talking to. I, in fact, I learned a lot from even very young. Uh, mentees, and because they, they they are so much involved with in what's ha- around. I mean, I'm not very good with social media. I'm not so very so so good with being up to date on IT, and they actually taught me a lot.
0: No, that that is because I know a lot of companies use reverse mentoring. A lot of the times, it's um for more like you know higher up employees and new things come along. I don't know the latest technology, and I work with it, <laughs> so it, it it is a bit hard sometimes because I know they use it a lot. And, organizations and for like diversity and inclusion challenges as well which is great and i'm just going to ask my second question which is what is the best advice a mentor or a mentor or mentee has given you in the past
1: interesting i think one areas is that is in a way that i always on a daily basis i always remind myself is to uh, be comfortable with the uncomfortable so, and this is something which I've been um, working with a lot of my mentees because, and this is a self-reflection that always remind myself, this is a, one advice that I give myself. I always like to, you know, way everyone like to lay back and, and try not try to do things outside the comfort zone. It's easier said than done. So since I actually took one 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 hobby, which is taking a cold shower every day, and in the winter now, it's still quite quite uncomfortable. So I think this is an advice, I, I think, is for me, is that I constantly remind myself this thing, be comfortable with the uncomfortable.
0: The, um, that, it is great advice, but the cold shower thing, my partner does it and I, I can't <laughs> do it. it. Literally, I don't know, it makes me cry.
1: Yes, well, it might not be for everyone, you know, but I think you know what I mean, just, I mean, people (laughs) definitely need to go to the extreme, but (laughs) I think that initially it was, you know, it it was very uncomfortable, but I think you get used to it now.
0: Yeah. And my final question is, would you be able to share some advice to our listeners just about your best advice to someone starting off in a similar industry as you?
1: Well. I think the number one is that you have to be very passionate about what you do. I mean, for me it's ideal because I'm so passionate about helping people, building relationship and and, and seeing people have this, uh, have improved and have a personal growth as a result of that. So I think this is the number one requirement. You have to be passionate about what you do, knowing yourself well, And this is a skill, which is not difficult because you can take courses and a lot of it is also for practice. So my advice is that just try it and (laughs) you'll see if you like it.
0: So I'm just going to end um, the podcast there. I just want to say thank you to our listeners. And if they want to learn more about mentoring, they can go to our website or check out our other podcast. And obviously, thank you, Robin, for being an amazing guest today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thank you very much, Jesse. You know, you've been great.
0: I am. So anyone listening, I hope they have a lovely day.